Hi, this is Forty Flow, and you're listening to the FSS Podcast. The show where the profanity has been filtered, and the jokes probably should have been in too. Our show is brought to you by our charity sponsor, the Red Shirt Widows and Orphans Fund, which supports the Wish Upon a Teen Foundation that helps out sick kids when they need it most. And just imagine the comfort you'll give Redshirt crewman number 40. You'll know that when he puts on the red shirt and joins in on a rap battle, that he didn't leave his family destitute and without hope. Because the Redshirt Widows and Orphans Fund has his back and what's left of his recording studio. All right, guys, our guest today is a young up-and-coming musician with several albums that have been released. You can find all of his music on your favorite music sites like Apple Music, Spotify, you know, all the fun ones. They're out there, trust me. We are very happy to welcome Forty Flow to the FSF Popcast. Welcome to the show, Forty. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> yeah, we're glad to have you, bud. Glad we could make this work. I know we had some some reschedules we had to work through with, with yeah. uh, scheduling and everything, but I'm glad we are able to sit down, take a couple minutes, and, and let's talk about you. We're going to talk about your music, influences, all the fun stuff, and there's even a couple silly questions thrown in there. Some serious, some silly. You answer them how you want. We'll go from there. All right? All right. All right, so let's start by talking about influences because we always like to hear what helps shaped uh, the guest, the person that we're talking to, the other side of the virtual table. And so in the story of 40 Flow, what were your influences that encouraged you or pointed you in the direction of music? Honestly, my influences were really my dad was a DJ growing up and I wasn't really around my dad, but I always heard that he was like opening for Biggie before I was born and stuff like that. So I was like, I got to I got to like try something. And then I was eight. I recorded my first song on my mom's phone. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to just keep going with it. And here I am today. (laughs) You say you recorded your first song when you were eight. So was that just like you just like, like, like full beat and everything in the background? Or was that just you just just spitting bars? I had the beat on YouTube in the background and I was just sitting there recording myself as a video. (laughs) Okay. That's very cool. So what? Okay. So at eight years old, I got to know what was your song about? Um, Surprisingly. My song was mainly about cars. <laughs> Fair I was enough. Talking about, my mom was telling me I was talking about how the Mustang was fast and then it went vroom. <laughs> 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 and that the so, cops, can't, the cops so, can't catch me. They're just witches on brooms. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was young. <laughs> so, yeah, you say cars. And the first thing I'm talking about, like, oh, he's rapping about Toe Mater from Pixar. Okay. All right. No, that wasn't <laughs> it. But yeah. <laughs> so i noticed in one interview i watched they asked where you got the name 40 flows from and you answered because you have 40 different flows yes and i don't know a whole lot about music but can you give me some examples of what a flow is um see like a flow is i could kind of rap like a drill setting like all gangster music and then i can go straight into some pop music like <laughs> it's kind of like not only the way that you deliver the lyrics, it's kind of like the way that the music is even heard. Mm, Okay. It could be the beat that could be a different flow or it could be your voice that's a different flow. It's like, I just like to change it up everything I do. (laughs) Interesting. Okay. So out of those 40 flows, is there one that you, like, you know, like this is my lane, but I I, kind of venture out into these other ones a little bit. Is Is there one that you're like, you know, out of the one... Is, is it like 39 plus one or is it straight 40? <laughs> <laughs> See, honestly, it's really like I keep this one flow that I love the most. I record the most, but I never drop the songs. I keep like a rock and roll kind of vibe. 
That's like okay. my favorite kind of vibe. I don't really know why. It's kind of like I grew up, my mom was listening to like, she was listening to some hip hop, but it was always like The Doors and stuff like that. Um, nice. Trying to think of other people, Nirvana she would listen to. And it was always just like different music. So I was like, I want to be like that. And I guess I kind of stuck with the rock and roll flow the most, but uh-huh. every other flow is like a backup flow. <laughs> okay. I, I really like those songs that kind of give you kind of like a, a rock and then they kind of do like a heavy metal. Or yeah. like even sometimes they'll do like a, like a hip hop and then they'll throw in some rap in there like yeah. as like an undercurrent kind of thing. And yeah, it's just really neat when they can change up the different flows of things. Yeah, that's kind of how I like to keep it. I don't like to be like, if you're listening to one of my albums and then the next, you're going to be like, is this the same person even? Like, <laughs> that's how I like to be. Right. All right. So I understand that to some degree. Now, my, I am not musically inclined, but my... My brother is a, is a musician from Detroit. He's a rapper, and he's been in a couple different bands. They do a lot of um, the couple bands that he's been in, short of his his own solo stuff. Like he's got his own stuff out there. On my mind, just went completely blank. It's the starts with an S. SoundCloud. Thank you, SoundCloud. There it is. <laughs> All right. So he's got a bunch of different stuff out on SoundCloud, and you know of, of stuff that he's done on his own. But he's also has music that he's released with a couple different bands, and they do more of a, a rap rock type stuff. Because you have that interest in rock, have you ever considered doing like a rap rock where the there's definitely the the hip hop essence to it, but mm-hmm. there's some heavier guitars and drums in the background. I was thinking about that, honestly. Um, I have a couple beats like that, even like custom beats by producers that I like, like Noises. I get beats off him. I got custom beats that are like mainly like guitar solos, even around it. Nice. I got like drum solos on them. Like, I love those type of beats. I feel like kind of like creates a whole different vibe. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I've listened to enough of your music where I'd be curious to hear your voice on, on a rap rock type setting you yeah. know and especially now that you said that you have some some interest in, in, in the rock world that kind of it's kind of one of those things where i'm like oh stars aligning in my mind anyway <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but excellent okay so i always find that it's hard to pick favorites mm-hmm. you know no matter what it is especially when the work is my own and i'm sure that 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 may happen for you as well you know but i'm going to ask you to pick a favorite anyway so here it goes. It's a three-part question. All right. All right. So I want, because I want our listeners to get a chance to know you a little bit better. So while well, I'll ask it in parts, I'm not going to ask it all at once. I'll ask it. If, okay. All right. Whether it's yours or not, what is your favorite song? Honestly, my favorite song right now is that "Walk to Poland" song <laughs> by um, what's his name, Lil Yachty. Okay. I think I only like it because it's so catchy, though. To be honest. <laughs> okay. Hey, earworms and earworm, man. It gets stuck in there and it's going to stay. I get it. <laughs> okay. Now, what's the, your favorite song of yours? Like if somebody walks up to you off the street, re- recognizes you from Apple Music or Spotify or whatever and goes, oh, man, you're 40 Flow. What's your favorite song? What do you say to him? Um, The exclusive. It actually just came out today on my album. Ah, the new stuff. All right. Awesome. Excellent. Yeah, I've been sitting on that one for about like three months now, and I've just been waiting and waiting and waiting. And I was like, you know what? I could do it with the album. <laughs> there you go. Where Excellent. can people go to find that new song? Mm-hmm. Um, they could go on all platforms right now. It's on Apple Music, Pandora, 
Spotify, SoundCloud, all those. And it was okay. called, what was it called again? The Exclusive. The Exclusive. All right. Excellent. I did not realize that came out today, but I will check that as soon as we are done here. Yeah, Excellent. I just dropped the album today called The Vault. The Vault. Excellent. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll make sure we put that in the notes when uh, we release this episode. Make sure that people know about that. Next question. The third part of the third part. The third part of the three part. Whatever. Anyway, you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> All right. A trilogy of questions. Yes, the third part of the trilogy. There we go. What's a song of yours that people should listen to first? And this is the song that gets them to know you. Honestly, Miss 40 Flow. Miss 40 Flow. Yes, that song is kind of like, if you want to know like my, like about like things I'm into, that's the song. Because it's kind of like just blurts everything out. It's like, okay. here's my information. Just take a little bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am. This is what I am, and have fun with it. All right. Cool. <laughs> All right. So your your let's go through those again, just real quick. Your favorite song was the one by Lil Yachty, mm-hmm. "Walk to Poland." Your favorite song of yours was the exclusive. Yes. And the song that people should listen to first to get to know you better is "Miss Forty Flow." Yes. All right. That's the three. Perfect. I started listening real quick to the exclusive, just getting like that little beat. It's got a nice little catchy, like, I don't know how to describe it, but it. So I what like Nick's it. trying to say is he muted us and he wasn't listening to anything that we were talking about, but he was <laughs> yeah, listening to your out. music. <laughs> he zoned out. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So being a relatively young artist in a world where the rules of the music industry are being rewritten constantly based on what's happening with social media and the ease of distribution. Currently, TikTok seems to be like one of these go-to things these days. And in recent years, it's been YouTube. So question, what do you think will be the next big thing for artists when it comes to getting their work heard? Honestly, Instagram Reels, it's the best way to go. That's how I get all my music out there. That's how I promote. I gain so many fans off of Instagram Reels. Like, if I was to look at an artist and be like, I have advice for you, it would be use Instagram Reels. <laughs> why Why do you feel that's different than, than because, I mean, TikTok, is a, it's essentially the same format, mm-hmm. you know, 60 seconds or so. What is different about Instagram versus TikTok? The difference is TikTok, it kind of has like an algorithm where your video has to be one day it'll be like any 35 second video will end up on their feet. As Instagram, it's like, oh, this isn't like normal to be seen on Instagram. We're going to push it up just because it's different. They like to okay. promote different things instead of all the same stuff. Okay. I can actually see that. Yeah. Cause I've gone from, I've posted, I've actually kind of taken a hiatus from posting to, on our Instagram page, any, any reels or anything, but, mm-hmm. uh, for a while I was taking, we were taking content and we'd put, I was kind of doing one of those tests, you know? Okay. I'm going to put the same content on these, on these two different places. And I want to see how it performs between the two of them. And Instagram always seemed to smash TikTok out of the park. Mm-hmm. Whereas That's TikTok, yeah. Cause like TikTok, I'll get like, uh, you know, I think we had one time we had a video only get like, like 40, 50 views it's on TikTok. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Okay. You know, but the one on on Instagram had almost a thousand in the first day, and I'm like, you know, where's the, yeah, the, the algorithms between the two? Trying to understand them, it's mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. You gotta like, I feel like if you want to like search for algorithms, Instagram's the easiest to go because 
they promote different things. Like if you're, if you see a video of somebody walking around in like a white and blue shirt, like saying, go, go do this, go do this. And you do the same thing. You're not going to get noticed. But if you, even if you switch it up to like, don't do this, don't do this. They'll be like, Oh, it's a protest of their protest. Let's promote that. Like, <laughs> okay. So what about with like uh, YouTube now? Because YouTube is really pushing the shorts because they want to compete with Instagram and they want to compete with TikTok. I feel like every short that I've ever posted has either gotten so many views or no views at all. It's just a hit or miss. I feel like there's no real algorithm. It's just like we're just going to grab a bunch of videos today and throw them up. <laughs> so no middle ground. It's either it's either hit or miss. Yeah, I feel like that's all about luck, honestly, because there's so many people doing the YouTube like day to day basis from so many different countries. Like I know certain places, Instagram's banned. <laughs> right. So that like lessens your odds by like even if it's ten thousand people, a hundred thousand people, it's less people that you're competing with. Yeah. As YouTube, it's like worldwide. <laughs> Yeah, because it seems, you know, and this is a whole different topic than than what we're, you're here to talk about, but this is just kind of an interesting sub sub conversation because uh, it seems like, you know, from everything that I've seen from YouTube, they're, they're like grasping at any straw that they can get to get people to look at the shorts at the expense of their long, like we're, we're considered long form content because we're longer than, yeah. you know, a minute or two, but at the expense of long form content where we used to get a thousand views on a video or, you know, or something now we're like, Hey, we cracked a hundred, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. which is kind of exciting at that point because of how much pressure YouTube's putting out for the shorts. They are, I mean, that has really jacked up the algorithm. And, yeah, what know. I try to do, honestly, when I'm, like, doing a new, like, song or a video release, I'll make a short about my video. So then people will be like, oh, like, I only got to see 30 seconds. Let me go see more of what's happening. Yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. That's a really good idea. <laughs> okay. You guys said at the same time. That was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So you think that uh, if, if somebody wants to get noticed, Instagram's the place to be. Yes. All right. Very cool. We appreciate your insights. We all have interests outside of the thing that maybe we're known for, the thing that we're, mm -hmm. the thing that we do. Like, you know, you're a musician. We <laughs> talk silly into microphones, you know, but people are rarely just one thing, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you know, it's, it's, you can't just put somebody in a box and say they're only a musician, that they're only a podcaster, that they're only this or that. So when it comes to 40 Flow, What's the thing that you do outside of music that you really enjoy that you're just like, man, if I wasn't a musician, I would be this thing. Honestly, I like working with other artists because like I have a group of like five or 10 artists that I just give them help, like with tips and stuff like that. I'll be like, all right, so there's so many people dropping music this day. Why don't you drop it on a different day? I feel like if I wasn't to be a rapper, I would be a manager. I feel like this like, I don't know. I just something about it. It's just like I click with other people so click so quick. <laughs> well, no, I I can see that you 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 come across very genuine and very personable. So it's easy to talk with you and and for people, I could see how that type of personality would mesh well in that yeah. format. And being able to talk with people and give your advice and this is what I've experienced and this is what I've seen and and yeah, I think that that could go pretty well. So you mentioned bringing out different um, aspects of you know, making the music and helping other people out. Which aspect of the making the music part do you enjoy the most? My favorite part about, like, the whole making music process would be 
that final moment when you record your last note and you're like, all right, it's time to hear like the masterpiece. It's kind of like if Picasso was to draw, like paint something and not look at what he's painting until he's finished. And then he's like, that's the masterpiece. Like, holy wow. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you're talking like post editing. You you like it when it's after, after everything's edited down and, and then listen to it. Or are you talking about just hearing it and then being able to edit it and, and put I like, like the raw voice with like the beat before it's edited, like hearing every like little pin drop in the background, being able to like sure. decipher what you want to keep and what you don't like. It's like, I don't know. It's like that feeling of like you've done so much to like fulfill this already just finish what you got to do and you'll have your mat like you'll have everything you need that's cool yeah I've, I've heard some of my brother's stuff like the the stuff that he's recorded in his home studio and you know uh before it's come out and and been edited and he's mm-hmm. he sent me some of the rough stuff and he's like you know under threat of death don't you sh- dare share this out with anybody because <laughs> anybody hears the rough stuff i'll kill you uh, that's how I- so I'm like, listen, my voice does not sound as good as it does when it's edited. So, <laughs> yeah. So I understand that. So it's it's as a as a non musician, for me, it's kind of cool to be able to hear the the mm-hmm. the raw unedited and then hear the edited version because it, it's the contrast between them is really mm-hmm. very cool. It's so and, different. It's like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I understand that completely. Very cool. I was just thinking if someone has done a album where like it starts off raw, but then it like transitions into like an edited version kind of thing. Yeah. It just kind of does like a, a mix, but I don't know. That'd be interesting, but you'd have to have a, some serious confidence about people hearing your unedited raw Yeah, no, I wouldn't voice. be able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, nah, I'm, I, that's going to be a hard pass for me. That's going to be a no for me, dog. I'm done. I give props to anybody who's got that confidence, but that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So I know some artists have taken their poetry and turned it into a song, and some artists come up with a tune or a beat and then put lyrics to it. So do you like to write your lyrics, then find a beat, or does the beat lead you into writing the words? It works both those ways, and sometimes it works in a way like I'll sit there listening to like five different beats at one time, and then I'll just randomly be like, all right, scroll, 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 stop, and we're just going to go with what we're doing. Like <laughs> Sometimes it's just like if I have writer's block, I'll just start freestyling, and if I don't like it, I still keep it because I like to get it down. And if I like it, then it's going to be another fire song, I guess. That's how I made it into you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That approach makes sense to me because, again, I keep going back to my brother because that's that's my vantage point. Right? Yeah. You know? And so, you know, he said that there's been times where he's had lyrics for six to eight months, and he just hasn't been able to find the right thing to put to pair it with. He goes, and then one day, he goes, you know, all of a sudden, he goes, you're messing around, and and then like the beat just hits you, and you're like, oh, that's got to go with this. And you know, he's mm-hmm. like, you just, you just know. Have you ever had that moment where you're, you've, you've stored something up, and then you find either the matching partner, either the lyrics or the music later? Yes, yeah, surprisingly, that happened with. I have a song with my girlfriend, and that's how that happened. I was, like, just listening to it, listening to it, and she was joking around singing in the background. I was like, nah, like, you're really going to do that. <laughs> she was like, what do you mean? I was like, like, you're really going to sing this song with me. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's sweet. <laughs> it was crazy because it went, like, two months, 
she was like, no, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. And then the one day I was like, you're, you're doing this song because you've been telling me for two months you're doing it. So it's either you're lying to me or you're going to do the song. She was like, I, I'll do it. I got her to sit there. It took us like three hours, but we did it. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsor. Since 1982, Vital Signs and Graphics has been helping professionals with all their image, logo, and design needs. Perhaps you're looking for signs and banners, truck and trailer lettering, business cards, brochures, or other image and marketing aids, Vital Signs and Graphics in-house design studio has you covered. From logos to apparel, start to finish, Vital Signs and Graphics has everything you need to look and feel professional. Call Rick at 231-652-3300. He'll get you noticed. Welcome back to the FSF Popcast. All right, so Forty, there's a lot of movies and TV shows that have been made about music or the musician. Uh, some, just off the top of my head, there's been Empire. You think about like Eight Mile, there's the movie The Star Was Born, Hustle and Flow, uh, a whole bunch of others, okay? Do you have a favorite movie or show about music or musicians and the making of the music? And what about that particular show made it your favorite? Honestly, I like the movie. It's called Beats. And mm-hmm. I like it because it doesn't just show like the glory side of music. It shows like that he came from the hard places. Like he lost his sister to um, gun violence over the years. Like it's horrible. Like, but it shows that he came up from that and turned that pain into a blessing. <laughs> and I was okay. like, that's honestly like no better way on how to like put it. Like it's the best way to throw it into a movie. Okay. Yeah, I, you know, for me, I, I can't pick one that, that I think is like, you know, I mean, I like, um, uh, I thought Hustle and Flow was cool. I thought Eight Mile was cool. But there wasn't, there's not one about music where I go, you know, I think that's my favorite. Mo-. Well, I mean, there's Empire Records, but that doesn't really count because that's not about, that's about a record store, not really about music itself, but that's a whole different topic. But <laughs> what about Bill and Ted Face the Music? Does that count? <laughs> I mean, kinda. It's you know, I mean, there's music involved. I mean, we'll go with it. Yeah, we'll, t- we'll hold on. Let me check the notes. Yep, I'll allow it. Okay, yeah, that'll go. So, forty. Our Facebook group has over two hundred and six thousand members, and it's just full of memes. So, if you had to pick two MCs over the history of rap, which two would you pick from to do an ultimate rap duo to take over the music world? That's a hard one, honestly. I'm gonna have to go with Tupac because he was he was like the aggression, but he also had his soft side. He also had his like little poetic justice moments. <laughs> but um I'm gonna go with him and King Vaughn. You ever hear of him? Mm-mm. No, I have not. Really? I feel like those two, if they were alive at the same time it would have been game over for hip hop. They, they would have caused like rappers would be boarding their doors terrified of these two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tupac versus King Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> it would be scary. <laughs> no, I, I agree about the Tupac half. I have always been a fan of Tupac. Um, and for the reasons you just stated, I love the fact that he can, he could go hard on a song and just, mm-hmm. And, you know, make you kind of sit back and go, whoa, what, what, what's going on, you know? 
and and then he had he like you said he had his softer side he could you know he even had a funny side in some of his songs you know he mm-hmm. he, didn't, he didn't have a problem making a joke or um you know uh so <laughs> that's one of the things i like when he was when he was first coming up and he was uh breaking out with digital underground you know yeah. uh, and some of the stuff that he did with them was clearly on the sillier side of things mm-hmm. but it also gave him a foothold for him to jump off of and get his get his name out there so yeah so but yeah i agree with that you definitely have to look into king von honestly those two if they were to like even if they were to like have a rap beef it would be like the worst thing in the world <laughs> i wrote him down he's on the list i gotta go check him out now no that's very cool i like those choices all right forty last question and this is our silliest question of the night. <laughs> Possibly. Maybe. We don't know. You have to make a choice, and it's between two superpowers. All right. Because we're nerds. We always bring everything back around to our nerddom. I'm okay? not going to lie. I'm a huge fan of all superhero stuff. MCU mainly, though. There you go. All right. <laughs> well, before I ask the question, who's your favorite super? Flash. He's from cool. the DC. Yeah, I know it's 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 a weird <laughs> thing going on. <laughs> He's like, I love the MCU. Who do you like? I like Flash. See, the MCU, their movies are more like fun to watch, but their characters in the DC are better. <laughs> I I won't disagree with you on most of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, like, well, the DCEU is just a hot garbage dumpster yeah, fire movies, that's going by. I don't even. I stopped seeing their movies after the um. I forget which one it was called. It was with all oh Justice League. Yeah. I went and saw that and I was like, why does the Flash run like that? And I was like, nah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a yeah, that was a rough sell for me too. Uh I am excited to go see Black Adam though. That looks awesome with with the rock. Yeah. Me and my brother actually go to all the new MCU movies that come out. So there you go. All right, so with your clear superhero pedigree in the background there, if you had to choose between two superpowers, you could choose between being invisible or have the power of flight. Which would you choose and why? You can only pick one. I would choose to be invisible. Okay, why? Because then I could walk into a bank and take all the money and (laughs) (laughs) they can't identify me because you can't see me. Uh, true. <laughs> All right. But see, I would be like Robin Hood because I would take the money and I would give back to the people like around me. So just kind of like fly over the houses and make it rain. Just sh- yeah. <laughs> you can't fly if you're invisible, Tim. I, well, that's true. I did say I did say you can only pick one. That's true. All right. So you're just like running past their houses, throwing it on the porch. Okay, never mind. Oh, hundreds at people's faces. <laughs> that's right. I was just walking down the street one day and a hundred smacked me in the face. I wouldn't even <laughs> You know, I probably would run up and smack a few people, but just like, you know, because they wouldn't be able to see me, I'd be invisible, smack them, and then drop like a 50 at their feet and be like, thanks for letting me smack you. So, <laughs> but they couldn't tell it was me. So, yeah. Just from a practical side, though, I think out of the two, I think I would probably pick flying. Just because I'm impatient and I wouldn't have to put up with traffic. Now, the question is, can I fly at the speed at, like, which Superman flies? Or am I flying sure. at, like, I mean, how fast you're not, can I run? You're not, you're not, I, well, see, when I think of flight, I think of being able to fly faster than what you can walk or run or, you know, so, <laughs> okay. I mean, so instantly I it has to. Like, 
yeah i mean instantly it has to be bigger better faster than than walking running or as fast or faster than your car so you know all right 40 flow thank you so much for being on the show where can our listeners i did not try to make that rhyme where can our listeners go <laughs> to find more about you and your work um you can honestly you could just google 40 flow i've been trying to get that out there because a lot of people haven't been googling me and i finally like i've been working months to get my google page up there <laughs> and i finally got my google page up <laughs> so you can look me up on google and that'll take you through every link or on instagram at hood famous 40 flow all right yeah, you've been working on it all right <laughs> first like 10 or all you <laughs> there you go perfect well thank you we will make sure that we get that put into our show notes and so that our listeners can check them out all right thank you guys so much for having me all right we want to remind everybody that subscribing is the single most important thing that you can do to ensure that we get more amazing guests like 40 flow here today to have these great conversations with and to find out whether you should be invisible or fly so please subscribe it helps out more than you're ever going to know and be sure to go check out uh 40 flows music as well and his instagram page and all that links will be in in the uh, the show notes down below but if for whatever reason you're not happy with the content of our show today, please feel free to lodge a complaint with the head of our complaint department. That, of course, is the rapper and actor Ice Cube. That's right, the man who went straight out of Compton to road tripping with kids who asked, are we there yet? He's written the ultimate diss track, said some not-so-polite things about the police, and then portrayed police in movies. Either way, uh, you can't guess where he's coming from. Just be sure that once your complaint is submitted, the man who is as cool as ice will hand out punishment or at least humiliate us with some killer bars over a beat. Thanks again, 40 Flow. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> Thank you. All right, guys, that's going to conclude us today on the FSF Popcast. Goodbye. Ciao. <laughs> On behalf of the rest of the hosts of the FSF Popcast, we want to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on a future episode, please contact us by means of Twitter or Instagram using the handle at FSFPopcast or go to www.fsfpopcast.com and click on the contact me link. Thanks again and hope you enjoyed the episode.